Happy Halloween, everyone. I know you probably didn't expect a show from us today, but I do have a relatively scary story that I wanted to share on Halloween. Maybe this is something we start doing on the holidays, um, but I hope you enjoy. So when I was 20, I decided to go with my best friend on a bicycle ride from Alaska to Florida, where we both are from Florida, and we didn't really know anything about mountains, uh, bears, bear safety, or honestly anything about the outdoors. We had both done some camping, but we're not by any means passionate about it or, or enthusiasts. So about two weeks into our trip coming from Fairbanks, Alaska to Florida, we had been uh, warned so many times about grizzlies. And the only thing we had as defense was a, a army knife, Swiss army knife, and a can of organic wasp spray, which was probably just vinegar in a in a can. Honestly, it was that's all we had. And when we crossed the border into Canada, the uh, border patrol guy was like, "You guys don't have any weapons at all." We're like, "No, sir." And we thought, you know, we're making this guy proud, and he's like, "Guys, you need you need something. There's grizzlies out here." And so that's when we picked up the can of wasp spray from like a Ace Hardware. Anyway, it didn't work at all um, because I tried it on a dog that was chasing us at one point in middle of nowhere, Canada, and it didn't even phase the dog. So, and the dog kept following us and we eventually stopped and the dog was actually pretty friendly and I felt bad, but thankfully I didn't get him too good. Anyway, about two weeks into the trip, we had this really terrible day it had been raining uh we were about 50 miles from our farthest town that the town we had just passed and it was probably another 50 miles to the next town along the alaskan highway and on bikes you know that's most of a day so we're about halfway through the two towns it's getting close to to june and the days are really long so you know the sun's up about I don't know, 15, 18 hours a day, if not more, 20 hours a day maybe at that point. And there's no uh, fences anywhere, hardly at all. So when you're done for the day, on a bike especially, almost in a car too, really, you can just pull off the side of the road. We were sick and tired of the rain. We pushed our bikes into the forest about 100 yards, maybe less. But it was a pretty thick forest. Then the rain just stopped but we lay down in the woods we set up our tent which keep in mind is bright orange um not the most uh, inconspicuous thing there were mosquitoes everywhere it was unbelievable how many mosquitoes there were just it, it created a buzz in the air that was like a white noise on a tv all the time it, it was hard to talk sometimes to each other if you were too far away i mean it was crazy they call them the state bird of alaska because those things are huge and we finally get laid down and it's probably about nine or ten o'clock at night and we hear this vehicle roll up it's a car um, you could just tell it was like a honda civic or one of those bumblebee sounding uh, exhaust pipes and it had this music blaring 
and it stopped right where we were in the woods along the road. It stopped right like uh, in line with us where our tent was and we could hear it. We could hear people yelling. It sounded like some people were getting ready to start a fight or something. And we thought someone had found us or someone knew where we were. A lot of angry conversation, a lot of threatening kind of freaked us out a little bit and then they took off and like what the heck we haven't heard a, ho- a car in in hours and then all of a sudden the first one that goes by stops exactly where we are in the woods and we're not visible to the road so we, we were just a little bit paranoid I, I think we had seen some big animals that day that kind of spooked us but about that time we get in the tent and Paul my, my buddy is writing in his journal which he's pretty disciplined, so it's not a big deal for him. But I, on the other hand, started writing, you know, but about three minutes later, I fall asleep uh, with my face down on my journal. I don't know how long I'm out for, 10, 15 minutes maybe, but it's definitely starting to get dark, so it's probably close to 11, midnight at this point. Paul nudges me, and he's like, Mason, listen. And I wake up, and I'm like, what is it? And he's like, shh, listen. So I sit there, and sure enough, I don't know how far away it was, but it was a ways, because other than the mosquitoes, it was pretty quiet. I heard a crunch in the woods, a loud crunch, and then about a second or two later, another one, and another, and another, and this continued for what felt like hours, but was probably about 10 or 15 minutes. There was no guessing what this animal was. Uh, It was a bear. And we were in this cheap little tent, two weeks into something that we were not familiar with. Never encountered bear before to Florida boys All we ever did was go to the beach, you know? And we had heard horror stories up until that point from the locals about grizzly bears and what they do to campers. The bear continued getting closer and closer and closer. It felt like an hour. But with every step, those footprints, those footsteps got louder. It got unbelievably loud to where I thought it was going to walk over us. It gets right up to our tent and is sniffing and growling. It is blowing air through its nose up under the fly. And my heart is racing so quickly that I thought it was going to hear my heartbeat. It was like the the heartbeats that you you can't hear anything else when your heart beats, but it was so fast it almost drowned out the noise of the bear pacing around in circles around our tent. Both Paul and I were face down, biting on the bottoms of our sleeping bags to keep from screaming and to keep from breathing too heavy because both of us Being such an anomaly out in the forest, there's no doubt that that bear 
understood that you guys smell completely different from everything else out here. Well, you probably smell completely different from everything else in society, too, because we stunk. Anyway, it paced our tent until I couldn't handle it anymore. I thought for sure that it was going to reach in our tent at any point, just dig its claws into the side of the, you know, what was nothing for it, side of a nylon fly and then straight through our, our mosquito net tent and reach in and just start mauling us both slowly uh, to where one of us witnesses the other one being killed or eaten or both and then the bear take on the other one it it, it was an awful it, it was enough time of it pacing around us that we had an unbelievable amount of time for our imaginations to wonder what was going to happen and in that state of sheer panic my heart racing so much that I was crying with this grizzly bear outside of our tent. And there was enough light outside that when it passed over the windows of the tent, you shadow would cast inside the tent. And then it would walk on the other side and do the same thing. And you feel completely helpless. And in that panic... I just remember just dozing off to sleep. And when it first started coming on, I, I thought, this is okay. Because if I doze off to sleep, maybe it'll just kill me while I'm asleep. I'll just wake up somewhere better, hopefully. <laughs> but we both, or I fell asleep, and I have no idea where the bear went. But we get up the next morning, and there are just, it's a racetrack of bear tracks circling around our tent in the mud. The biggest paws I've ever seen. Just a foot from our heads. It was probably the most terrified I've ever been for a sustained amount of time. And it actually wasn't the last time that that happened on that bike trip. You know, if you've got a story that you'd like to share, uh, something scary or something that was just incredible on one of your adventures, give us a call, email us. We'd love to hear about it because that's why we do these things, to make stories so that we can share them with others. All right. Happy Halloween.